I really believe that the best brands and their creative teams are learning what all great storytellers already know, which is, you know, make it more meaningful, honest, personal, um, because when we can help brands tell stories that are true to themselves and true to its audience, it's essentially where the magic happens. It's where you actually connect. Does the word marketing strike you as kind of a dirty word? Like, does it send your red flags up because you're worried someone's trying to sell you something? That's understandable. We're part of a generation that really doesn't like to feel like we're being sold to. Brands know that. And the smart ones are getting ahead of it by swapping out marketing copy for real stories and real connection. I've been saying for years now that story's greatest power is not in its ability to convert. Though storytelling has become a buzzword because of how effective it is in conversion. The story's greatest power, it's in its ability to connect. And when it comes to achieving conversion in the long term, by leading with connection first, few marketers do that better than AJ Hassan. AJ is an Emmy-winning executive creative director who works with creative teams to help businesses and brands infuse their message with life and relevancy. She led the Equality Can't Wait gender equity work for RGA in partnership with Melinda Gates' company, Pivotal Ventures. You might have seen the ad. A lot of people did. The Like a Girl video was a huge viral hit. She's won tons of awards and lots of acclaim for her work, and she understands better than most how to make advertising just a little more human. And with that theme back front of mind right now, and with Story 2020 just around the corner, I was reviewing some of the incredible talks from years past and came back across this really great talk from AJ. So this week on the Story Podcast, we dip into those archives to hear some of that talk. It's one of the talks that can help us all because we're all marketers now, right? And as we share and promote our own work or the work of others through your role, whatever that is, how can we focus on connection? AJ told us how she does it. Listen in. And not too long ago, you know, kind of just based on the trajectory of my career, I realized that over the course of the 20 years I've been doing this, these two seemingly different interests of mine, kind of sociology, culture, um, and creativity, melded together somewhere to sort of create uh, my voice in the way that I define the way I believe brands should tell their stories, which is with more human purpose. Um, and I'm not alone, and I think you all have probably seen pieces of work where brands are creating more conversations that are authentic and meaningful um, because every brand has a belief system and their audiences do too. And so we're seeing that that is really the best way to really connect with people. I mean, some of the most memorable and effective messages happening today embrace this kind of what we call purpose-driven storytelling by kind of going beyond that product promise to get curious about the people and spark those more meaningful conversations with you know, audiences like ourselves. We're all human. We all, sure, we all wanna buy things, but <laughs> we all have things that we care about too, and there's opportunities for those things to come together. Um, so you know, obviously the best stories, just like you know, when it comes to novels or poetry or music, are stories that provoke you. you know, 
stories that reach inside you and, and speak a truth and they make you really feel something. And you know, too often advertising stories are transactional or worse, they're false. Um, and so it's, you know, as, as Harris kind of coined, you know, they story, try to story sell you too much. Um, and it's something that, again, I kind of have a personal aversion for. Because um, I just don't, I just kind of don't get it. Because again, I think I think sometimes we 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 have this like uh, view of ourselves, or advertisers do, of sort of like they turn off their humanity and they forget that actually they're real people too. Even though they want to buy something, it doesn't mean that they don't care about things. So um, it is kind of amazing, and that's what I find that you know you do have humans who actually write stories in advertising. So, you know, why are there so many of them that kind of feel like zo zombie robots, you know, that kind of took over the writers? So, I don't know. But um, I think it's, I think it, a lot of that is, if you think about the history of advertising, is because it's a business. Um, and not like maybe as pure of an art as writing novels or poetry um, or music, you know, and so there there's tends to be a tendency for some brands and even creatives to kind of tune out their humanity and overthink what just comes naturally. So historically, um, you know, this has been more often the case with Madison Avenue. You know, the traditional approach to advertising was more about making entertainment than making real connections. Um, and so star stories that often, you know, often sought to sell you by using clever metaphors or exaggerating reality were all about, were less about expressing real, tr real truths than they were about kind of entertaining you and keeping you, you know, laughing or, or, or kind of, you know, uh, content uh, with just buying something, trying to make it a transaction. Um, but so much of what's happening in advertising and storytelling kind of being forced to be more authentic and more like a true art form uh, to actually connect with people is because of the way that we live in the modern world. You know, today's technology is really driving more accountability and more authenticity. If brands don't speak the truth, you'll get called out on social media. If brands aren't authentic, people will keep scrolling, you know? Like, it's just not, it's not effective anymore, even from a business standpoint, we're seeing that it just doesn't resonate with people. So the smartest brands are, really starting to rethink the way that they talk to people. So, you know, again, the, the evolving digital, social kind of mobile landscape has created this kind of larger connected culture where, you know, we're no longer passive viewers and just consumers, we're actually active viewers and advocates. Um, and more often than not, we're in your most personal spaces, right? Like, we're in your hands, we're in your laps, we're in your social feed, we're in your mobile device. And so brands have to be worthy, you know, they have to be authentic, they have to be saying something that I care about, or like I said, we're just gonna keep scrolling, right? So the Like a Girl ad campaign that I mentioned at the beginning is a great example of this. If you haven't seen it, definitely check it out. But what AJ did is basically leave the cameras on while asking young women what comes to their mind when they hear to do something like a girl, you know, like run like a girl or throw like a girl. Not surprisingly, most girls didn't consider that to be a compliment. And that's what the campaign was trying to change. It was about more than just selling women something. It was about addressing their customer as people with needs that can't be met by a cash transaction. It let customers know that they were seen and it was an enormous hit. It was, it was kind of unbelievable and it was much bigger than we had ever um, 
that we had ever kind of even imagined would happen. And so it was super inspiring in terms of really realizing from a human perspective, but also from like an advertising perspective of why aren't we doing more of this? Like, why aren't we, why aren't we sharing messages um, where we can, we can really translate the belief systems of a company to belief systems of their audience? And that's something that I try to employ as much as possible. Um, so, but, you know, be careful what you wish for, because I can't tell you, <laughs> after the success of Like a Girl, how many meetings I was in, and, you know, where the client said, hey, we want to go viral, you know? <laughs> and you're kind of like, yeah, sure, okay, yeah, it kind of doesn't really work like that, you know? Um, a lot kind of goes into the viral, and it's really not up to you, you know? <laughs> Uh, very hard thing to explain to clients when you've just done it, you know. Um, it's, you got to explain to them that it's really, it's really not, it's, it's up to people who you're talking to. And, and whether or not your, what you have to say can really move them. Um, so it's really hard to predict what going viral and really connecting with people. And so what I try to say in those situations is, you know, can't really say there's a formula for it, but I try to impart to brands and even our creative teams who are like, how do I do this? How do I create work like this? Is that, you know, you can certainly try to increase your odds by searching for that kind of little magical little truth that marries what a brand believes in uh, with something that matters to the people they want to talk to. And if you do that and you do it really well, um, you know, sometimes, you kind of hit a powder keg of, 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 of excitement and, and it does go viral. Um, but it all starts with brands really knowing themselves. And so like more and more brands really are, you know, there are a lot of brands who I've sat in meetings and, you know, they have these long presentations about what their brand mission is and what they stand for and all this kind of stuff. And, you know, the best ones really, really live it and really believe it. Some of them, it's just a piece of paper and they're not really translating that into how they act in the world, you know? And so... The more brands actually, like, really, really evaluate when they say what they believe in and how they want that to translate to their audiences, the more effective I think they're going to be. And that's obviously what we try to steer um, our clients and, and, and our creatives to be thinking about. What AJ is talking about here can't be manufactured. This type of branding can't just be concocted on a whiteboard over a lunch break. It takes belief, commitment, and some skin in the game. It takes believing your audience is made up of more than just customers. They're people with real anxieties, desires, and hopes. In other words, they're people who love a good story. And if you follow AJ's advice here, you'll have one to give them. What I think is super interesting about marketing and advertising and brands and what I've just thought about just given my history of like sociology and political science and I always thought I was a bit of a misfit being in advertising because I didn't go to portfolio school you know but I had, I had kind of come from this like hacky background of studying people and writing and stuff but it wasn't it wasn't like I had studied the art of writing an ad you know so um, but what I found is maybe that was a really good thing um, because what's what's actually the truth about marketing or the best marketing I think is that you know telling stories about brands is is really not that different than why we want to tell stories about ourselves you know as humans I mean all of us individuals we share stories because we want to be understood or because we want to make connections with someone 
or because we want to laugh or cry or say something that matters to us. And so, you know, obviously, marketers also ultimately want to sell you something. <laughs> There's no hidden agenda there. Um, but every brand really does have the ability to be more curious about their audience and say something real. Um, because, because they do have belief systems. Um, I haven't ever been uh, part of a brand that I didn't see some document that at least outlined what they believed. Whether or not they were living it or not, you know, I've always, I've always seen sort of what, they, what their brand mission is. Um, so it's about really brands owning that and really digging into that to guide kind of how they talk to the people they really want to talk to. I really believe that the best brands and their creative teams are learning what all great storytellers already know, which is, you know, make it more meaningful, honest, personal, um, because when we can help brands tell stories that are true to themselves and true to its audience, it's essentially where the magic happens. It's where you actually connect. Go check out the Like a Girl campaign online and soak up all there is to learn from it. The first time I watched the video, I shed some tears. It's incredibly moving and very effective. And this connection before conversion approach to storytelling is needed now more than ever. I love AJ's approach to her role as storytelling. That's also why this year at Story 2020, we focused a portion of the conversation we'll be having on that very idea. I mean, let's be honest, we need storytellers to learn to tell stories that lead with empathy, invite others to exchange it, and bring people together instead of pushing us apart. It's also why I love the story community. There's just so much diversity from every perspective, and yet we're able to come together around this common belief in the power that stories have to change the future of our world. If you don't have your ticket yet, I know you hear me say this a lot, but I so hope you'll consider joining us for Story this year. It's on September 24th and 25th. We'll be gathering together virtual online for an incredible experience and global gathering. We've just recently made some brand new announcements. You can check them out on the site. Just go to story2020.com. Invest in yourself. Invest in your work by grabbing a ticket on the site. And as a thank you for sticking around to the very end of this episode, here's a discount code that will save you $50. At checkout, just use the code STORYPODCAST50. STORYPODCAST50. If you're new to the podcast, my name is Harris III. It's an honor that you spent some time with us today here on the Story Podcast. I hope you'll join us again next week as we continue to explore the incredible role that you are playing in the world as a storyteller. Thank you for listening. The Story Podcast is a production of the Astoria Collective. It is hosted and curated by Harris III and produced, edited, and mixed by Chad Michael Snavely. All music for season four of the Story Podcast is provided by the talented musicians at Soundstripe. For more information about this podcast and other creative offerings from Story, visit storygatherings.com.